plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. And today, as promised, we are continuing our conversation about the dental diet, the surprising link between your teeth, real food, and life-changing natural health by Dr. Stephen Lean. So yesterday, we talked about the basics or the main concepts of the diet and why you should really start caring uh, about your oral health, about your dental health, um, and about your food and how it is all beautifully related. So uh, we talked yesterday, and I want to talk a little bit more about it today. We talked about how our food is not just fuel, it's actually what we are made of, what every cell of our body is made of. And so how you appear in the world, how much health you have or don't have, how much energy you have, it really depends on what kind of food you put into your body on a regular basis. And low-quality food, low-quality products that you put in your body, on your body, are not going to build the best body, the best health. And probably that's why we see all these epidemics of different degenerative diseases and obesity. And it seems like for a lot of people, uh, it seems true that their health is gradually just breaking down and getting worse and worse. And a huge, huge part of it that is not that widely spoken about is that people just do not supply the ingredients that the body needs to live, to thrive. It's Our body is like a machine, and it needs certain nutrients and certain building blocks uh, to build the cells, to build itself, and then also, of course, to provide energy and to make everything run smooth. So that's why we all need to care about what we put in our body, but not just care, not just care if it's, you know, organic, pasteurized or whatever, but we also actually need to make sure that there are certain nutrients essential for 
life, for health, for us thriving nutrients that we need to be getting from our diet. Because guys, yes, there are supplements, but most of the supplements you find on the market, they're not identical to what you find in foods. And basically what it means for you is, yes, it can say on a supplement label that you're getting so much of vitamin D or vitamin A, but will your body really absorb it and metabolize and be able to use it? In most cases, it's not the case. Um, You know, for example, it is recommended when you get your vitamin A from foods, one of the life essential um, vitamins, it is recommended for you to get somewhere around 3,000 international units. But when you take it in a supplement form, it's actually recommended to get double that amount. And even then, it is not guaranteed that your body will get everything it needs and will convert it into everything it needs and be able to use it in the processes that the body needs to use those vitamins. Anyway, nutrition science is pretty, I mean, it's really, um, it's really a young science. We only discovered certain vitamins, started to discover vitamins and different minerals and nutrients uh, at the beginning of the 20th century. And so now, we only now know for sure in what form our body absorbs and able to use vitamins and minerals. We know that only about a certain amount of nutrients and it's not a big amount guys and most of the supplement companies they're still old school companies and not in a good way meaning they still produce the same kind of supplements that don't really work that well and in that case yeah you're investing in a more expensive urine not adding more health to yourself so our best bet is to get everything our body needs from foods as much as possible and um, this podcast series this week, and also we talked a lot about different nutritional requirements uh, last week also. So this podcast series is dedicated to expanding your knowledge about how you can get those uh, vital essential nutrients for health from foods and how you can get them uh, easier and simpler, not eating tons of food and, you know, trying to figure out where to get all these foods because it's not like you need one vitamin and one mineral. There is a whole bunch of them, right? So I'm trying to bring to you knowledge about these food powerhouses um, that by eating a little of certain foods, you can um, supply your body, you can supply yourself with the maximum amount of nutrients per calorie per uh, gram of that food. And um, why dental diet? You know, why it inspired me to make all this content um, and to think again about essential vitamins and uh, minerals that we need to thrive. Well, you know, our teeth is actually a great sign uh, where we should look first uh, of our overall health. And so, for example, one of my problems uh, well, at some, some point recently was the build up of that plague that they call, as I found out, tartar, right? And I couldn't figure out why I would have that. But also, it actually is a sign that there is calcium, another mineral buildup in my, might be in going on in my soft tissue and even with my great diet my great um, great lifestyle you know what I consider like really good lifestyle because I exercise I eat well and uh, do a lot of other things but um, uh, even with all that uh, not uh, supplying certain fat soluble vitamins uh, 
that helped my body to use calcium properly, that could have contributed or maybe even contributed to a certain degree to building up of uh, plaques uh, maybe in my arteries or somewhere, you know, in my cardiovascular system. And I could have uh, heart problems, again, even being so good with my diet and my exercise. So it really matters. And again, teeth is a good indication of your overall health. So if you're constantly having some teeth, dental problems, then there is something going on. And it's not also about just teeth problems. Uh, It's also about how your teeth look. Like, do you have enough space for all of your teeth? Do you have, uh, um, you know, uneven teeth or crooked teeth or whatever that might be, uh, or your gums might be bleeding? Those are all the signs of some sort of problems going on in your body. And it's not that your mouth causes those problems, nor that is just the sign that there is a problem. Anyway, today we are, we are talking about the essentials of um, dental diet, or basically uh, those vitamins and also calcium, of course, that will help you to ensure the most dental health. And that also means that you will help your overall health because teeth is just a sign. So when your teeth get better, your whole body gets better. So for your optimal dental health and your whole body health, there is this set of fat-soluble vitamins um, that a lot of people in our modern society with our modern diets are not getting. Even for myself, I had to, you know, look through them again and make sure that I eat certain foods every day to get those uh, vitamins. They're not as easy to get and think about, uh, again, in our modern diet when our whole food supply is weird, (laughs) Uh, if we compare it to our ancestral diet. So those essential nutrients that you need to be getting from your diet um, on a regular basis, and guys, it doesn't actually mean daily. What it means is probably over the course of the week, you need to be getting the amount that is recommended. Uh, The good thing about and convenient thing about fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, and K2 that we will be talking about today is that they're fat-soluble and your body can actually accumulate that. That can be a good thing in most cases because that means that, you know, you eat your chicken liver once a week, a lot of it, and then you don't have to eat it for quite a few days because your body can store it and use vitamin A um, because it's fat-soluble and your body can actually store it in your fat tissue. But it can also be a bad thing if you eat too much, And but the cases of vitamin A toxicity or vitamin D toxicity are very rare if unless you supplement. Uh, then toxicity can be a bad thing and that can lead to some undesirable effects. But when you're getting those vitamins from whole foods, everything kind of works. So essential vitamins and also we will talk about calcium that is a mineral for your dental health and for your overall body health. These are the essential vitamins and minerals, guys. You cannot thrive without them. And again, your best bet right now is to get them from foods. So let's talk about vitamin A. You need somewhere around 3,000 international units. It's better to get more of it. 
4,000, 5,000, you know, vitamin A, you can also hear that you can get it from plant foods like um, carrots and greens and um, there are some vegetables. And yes, you can, but not everything is that simple. There are different kinds of vitamin A. And actually, the one that your body absorbs better and can use more efficiently is the one that you can only get from um, animal foods. And that is a different from plant foods source of um, vitamin A. And so your best bet is to get your vitamin A from animal foods. So sorry, vegetarians and uh, vegan people. Well, vegetarians is not that bad, actually. Some Mm, some non-meat sources also have a good amount of vitamin A. But if you're eating carrots or greens, etc., you got to be eating quite a lot of those <laughs> to get your vitamin E, honestly, guys. And my purpose here is to give you the foods that provide the most, the, where the vitamin A and other vitamins, the most absorbable, and when you don't have to eat a whole bunch of it. And it's pretty easy to find all across the globe, right? So for vitamin A, you want to be eating something like chicken liver, goose liver, or duck liver. Um, I personally love chicken liver. I love to cook it with my vegetables, just pan fry it. And it's uh, one of the best ways to cook your liver to get maximum vitamin A. But also uh, there are a lot of uh, duck liver pate or goose geese liver pate, right? They're pretty delicious. You know, you can find them with herbs. Just make sure they're not in some vegetable oils like sunflower oil that a lot of times you find them in. Uh, anyway, so chicken liver, for example, just 100 grams or three ounces, approximately three ounces, will give you the um, 267% of, uh, of your daily need. Um, so 100 grams of chicken liver, actually duck liver and goose liver provides even more. So let's say you eat a little bit more than 100 grams or maybe four ounces, right? 120 grams, and you're going to get somewhere around 300% of your daily um, daily need for vitamin A. What I love to do personally is to get my liver once or twice a week, eat twice or three times that amount, and then I'm done for the rest of the week eating my vitamin A. Because again, fat-soluble vitamins, the good thing about them is your body can store them and you don't have to consume them every single day. And I believe that also what is so smart about human biology and human evolution, because the most essential nutrients and the nutrients that were probably not that easy to find, your body learned how to store. So you don't have to find them every day. But because those nutrients are essential, your body had to figure out a way how to store them. And that, for example, if you take vitamin C, it's, vi it's water soluble, and you pretty much gotta consume it on a daily basis because your body flushes it out and uses uh, a lot of it for different reactions. But also it shows you that it was probably an easy thing to find. Most of the foods, especially plant foods, have more vitamin C, but also, you know, plant animal foods. There are a lot of foods that have more than you need of vitamin C. So anyway, we were talking about vitamin A. So your best bet, um, eat, you know, I would probably... Uh, 
my average eat 200 300 uh, grams of liver chicken liver uh, usually or you know duck liver or sometimes sometimes goose liver but here and then i'm done with my liver i love to again pan fry my liver with um, vegetables uh, i love it with green beans um, and broccoli and peas like a lot of different vegetables sometimes i eat it, I eat it with spinach so chicken liver uh, 100 grams will give you 267 percent or you know somewhere around four ounces 120 grams will give you somewhere around 300 percent so this when it comes to vitamin a the next essential vitamin for your dental health and your overall health that helps you to thrive not just survive is vitamin d and those vitamins guys a d also k2 and calcium they are involved in so many reactions in our body and involved in so many processes and uh also dna replication you know a lot of times and uh, just a lot of cellular processes and they're really really essential so that's why you know you probably heard that vitamin D deficiency can be pretty bad for you and you should be getting your vitamin D. Um, the best way uh, when to get it from supplements is usually to get some injection. Not uh, all of the, not all of vitamin D supplements at all will uh, give you the vitamin D um, that your body can actually use. But then again, foods are much better, of course, and sun is also amazing, uh, but most of us do not live in California or um, somewhere where you see the sun 365 days a year. You know, I used to live like that, but not at the moment. So it's best to get your vitamin D from foods. How much do you need? It's, um, you know, depends where you are health-wise and how much vitamin D you are missing. Uh, depends on many factors, but it is recommended to get somewhere around 1,000 to 4,000 of international units. Also, they say it's uh, probably a good idea to get twice that amount, so a lot of vitamin D. Um, vitamin D is actually pretty easy to get from just one food source, really. Um, other food sources you know, you'll get tired eating <laughs> um, for that um, amount of vitamin D. Cod liver or cod liver pate uh, is the source you want to go for for your vitamin D. Uh, my personal rule, I eat, you know, I buy one of those small cans that usually hold somewhere around 60-70 grams of um, of cod liver and also it like swims in that uh, cod liver oil so i get one of those cans and i just eat it half of it every single day and so i'm getting somewhere around uh, uh, 40 grams of cod liver and then maybe a spoon or um, two tablespoons of um, that cod liver oil so and i'm getting all the vitamin d i need and it's really easy it, you know, it's really small amount and you get all the vitamin D you need and you do not need to worry about anything else, uh, getting in the sun or getting your vitamin D injections. And, and again, there are different sorts, different kinds of um, vitamin D, but from cod liver and cod um, liver oil, uh, you get everything you need. And some people, you know, don't like it. I personally really, really love the taste of cod liver and cod liver oil. I can drink cod liver oil. <laughs> That's 
how much I love it. Uh, maybe, you know, it's just uh, my body loves that vitamin D and that's why I love it so much. Um, anyway, cod liver. So get, I would recommend to get somewhere around, if you going for cod liver, uh, it usually is sold as pate. I would go for 40, 50 grams a day. And then maybe uh, if you choose cod liver oil, probably a couple of tablespoons. Again, with vitamin D, it's best to get twice that amount and you're good to go. And do that every day or every other day um, and then increase that amount. Because again, vitamin D, fat-soluble vitamin, your body can store it. But uh, make sure that you get it on a regular basis. Um, vitamin K2. Guys, it's a new vitamin, new kid on the block that people are just starting to talk about. And it's one of those fat-soluble vitamins that, well, first of all, it's very hard to find um, in many foods, but also not that hard if you're eating um, organ meats or you're eating pastured eggs or you're eating um, fermented cheeses or fermented products. So it depends, you know, what your diet is like, um, hard or not that hard to find it. But it's that vitamin activator, or some nutritionists call it X-factor. Basically, a lot of processes, especially related to uh, fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, and also calcium, depositing calcium in our bones and using calcium for different reactions, uh, using calcium appropriately instead of putting it in our soft tissues or arteries, um, making making us more prone to heart disease or, you know, other other misfortunes. So K2 is that, it's kind of like an activator. So it might not seem like an important vitamin and it might not seem like your body needs it by itself for a lot of things. But if you do not consume it, your fat-soluble vitamins will not work the way they're supposed to work. Your calcium, the most important thing, will not be used as it's supposed to use in different processes and reactions. Your body needs a lot of calcium for different things. And then what is really important, your body will not be able to effectively deposit that calcium into your teeth and into your bones and where it needs to go again. Instead, it will create some teeth plague or dental plague or... Um, it will put calcium into your arteries or you might have some gallbladder stones. So very important, K2. And again, it it doesn't get yet as much attention as it needs to get. Um, it seems that our ancestors used to get it from foods and used to really value it. Um, so where can you get that vitamin K2? Well, again, you can get it actually from fermented foods, all sorts of fermented foods. Um, you can uh, also get it from dark chicken meat, meaning not chicken breast. Uh, and um, the best sources are, of course, organ means like livers. So again, Chicken liver, for example, uh, three ounces or 100 grams, the same as for um, vitamin A, would give you uh, two, three times the amount you need per day. And because K2 is also fat-soluble, again, you don't have to eat it every single day. My favorite way to get my K2 is, of course, chicken liver that also gives me my vitamin A. And then on top of that, I add some cod liver and I get all my AD K2 in in a couple of meals uh, a week. 
So you need somewhere around 60, 70 micrograms of vitamin K2. Uh, and again, for when it comes to K2, uh, it's best to get more if you can. Um, there is There are no known cases of K2 toxicity. And uh, again, the best way to get it is chicken liver, duck, goose liver also have a lot of it. Also, for example, three, four pastured eggs will give you um, the needed amount per day of uh, vitamin K2. But again, the best way, the most efficient and effective way, just eat your liver and you'll be done with your A, D, and K2. So eat chicken liver. I would probably go, if you take it per week, then I would probably probably go to somewhere around 350 grams of, um, no, probably somewhere around 300, um, 300, 350 of uh, liver. And you can distribute it, um, you know, in a couple of meals. You can eat it all in one meal. That a lot of times would happen to me. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, chicken liver, and you get all uh, your vitamin A, all your vitamin D that you need. And then, um, no, uh, for vitamin D, we're going to get cod liver pate or cod liver oil and your vitamin K2 also in chicken liver. So you're good to go, but not yet. We also need calcium, right, for our dental health, for our bone health, and for our uh, whole body health. There is no way around calcium. And when it comes to calcium, guys, it's one of the minerals that, uh, because I do not eat um I just do not eat a lot of things, <laughs> and sometimes it is hard for me to get my calcium. Um, but one of the best ways I found that also allows you to eat a lot of other nutrients is getting my calcium from seafood. Uh, for example, 230 grams or somewhere around 8 ounces of sardines will give you 880 milligrams of calcium. And to give you an idea, per day you need somewhere around... Um, one one thousand three hundred milligrams of calcium. So, uh, two hundred thirty grams of sardines will give you eight hundred eighty milligrams of um, calcium. Salmon, the same amount, will give you four hundred ninety milligrams of calcium. By the way, that is somewhere. Uh, when it comes to dairy products, if you are, you know, okay with dairy, then yogurt, uh, unsweetened yogurt, plain yogurt, for 230 grams or somewhere around 8 ounces, you're going to get 415 milligram of calcium. When it comes to also shrimp, guys, uh, will give you 340 milligrams of calcium. That's why, you know, I'm also such a huge fan of seafood. It just gives you so much for so little. Like, you eat your sardines, and you get your calcium, a lot of it, and you get your omega-3 fatty acids, and you get some collagen, and you get a bunch of iodine, like, uh, and magnesium, some other trace minerals. So, um, salmon, same thing, uh, but sardines are better than salmon when it comes to nutrition. Um, and when it comes to calcium, almost twice that amount. And then, you know, even shrimp gives you calcium, 340 milligrams. When it comes to um, greens and plants, so colored greens, just the colored greens, um, eight ounces, it's quite a lot of actually colored greens, will give you 360 milligrams of calcium. Your best bet are some nuts and seeds when it comes to plants and calcium. So, for example, 
almond milk, good quality almond milk, one cup will give you 516 milligrams of calcium. So you get a couple of cups of almond milk uh, and you're done. But again, depends on the almond milk, you know, how diluted or how rich it is. The richer, obviously, the more calcium you get. Obviously, you can eat your almonds too, and that will give you per one tablespoon 75 milligrams of calcium. It's not a lot, you know, one tablespoon, almost nothing. And then poppy seeds are champions when it comes to calcium. One tablespoon will give you 126 milligrams. And sesame and chia seeds, somewhere around 90 milligrams per one tablespoon. So they're even richer than almonds in calcium. So my favorite way to get my calcium actually these days is to get some sort of seafood. Um, and then mineral water. I actually drink mineral water specifically because mineral water, natural mineral water also is an amazing source of, you know, depending on the mineral, mineral water, it's a great source of uh, bioavailable minerals. So I usually get something that has magnesium and calcium, a lot of it. And of course, it has other minerals usually. Uh, sometimes it has um, potassium, um, Sometimes it has other minerals, but again, um, the one I'm drinking right now, for example, um, gives me about 300 milligrams of calcium per liter, and I and I drink somewhere around a liter, and that also gives me magnesium, somewhere around 300 uh, milligrams of magnesium. So, and then I eat some seafood, and I might get some almonds and some other seeds in my diet too, and that's how I get my calcium, and then... As I told you, I'm eating my cod liver and drinking it <laughs> every day. And then uh, a couple of times a week, I do eat my chicken liver. And that's how I get all the calcium and all the fat-soluble vitamins that you need. By the way, guys, these fat-soluble vitamins, they are named fat-soluble for a reason. Actually, to absorb them, you need to eat fat with your meals. And, you know, some people think, well, I gotta add fat now to my meals. Not really. Uh, for example, if you eat seafood, sardines, a lot of fat. If you um, eat um, your cod liver, a lot of fat. If you eat an avocado with that, again, it's a fat. You don't need to actually add a lot of fats and oils because a lot of the foods that contain those fat-soluble vitamins, that's the genius of nature, already have fat in them. Um, but make sure that you're not eating some, um, I don't know, what can you be even eating uh, if you, oh, chicken liver, it doesn't have a lot of fat, actually. Mm, so if you eat chicken liver, right, and you do not consume any other fats in your meal, might be hard for your body to absorb all this um, vitamin K2 and uh, all the vitamin A. So make sure to maybe eat an avocado on top of that or something like that. So to recap today's episode, we talked about how our food builds us, our bodies, and that's why we need to really pay attention to what we put on our plate. We also talked about how supplements are not exactly the foods and uh, a lot of supplements on the market will not allow your body to get vitamins and minerals it needs in the form that your body can actually use them. So we talked about that. And we also talked about how the dental diet or how dental health is uh, the first indication of your overall body health. Like if it's, if there's something wrong with your dental health, with your teeth health, uh, the fix is not to always just go to the dentist, although, of course, you need to take care of that, too. Uh, but you need to 
look at the root cause. Like, why are you having the problems you are having? Uh, you need to do something to fix it. Otherwise, you're going to have other health problems. So that's the third thing. And then we talked about our favorite fat-soluble vitamins that are essential for dental and overall health. Vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin K2. So vitamin A, vitamin K2, think liver. My favorite is chicken liver, goose, duck liver, also amazing. Vitamin D, cod liver, cod liver oil. And calcium, think about sardines, especially really, really a lot of calcium. Think about also salmon, good source, almond milk, amazing. Uh, yogurt, uh, plain yogurt, if you love that. Beans also quite a good source, but uh, let's stick to seafood. And then almond milk is much richer in calcium than any dairy, but make sure to go for real almond milk that is rich in actual almonds. And then sesame poppy seeds, uh, almonds themselves have calcium. But again, almond milk is probably your best bet. Unless you can get something like sesame seeds or poppy seeds milk. That is amazing too and has a lot of calcium. And that's it, guys. That's it for today. So stay tuned um, for my video today. I'm going to go shopping and show you my way of getting my favorite vitamins, my favorite these days, uh, and calcium from foods. Simply, you know, I'm in Siberia. If I can get it here, you can get it anywhere. So no excuses. Uh, you can always find a solution. If, you, um, if you're having difficulties doing that, then shoot me email, Angela, at create yourself that today, or connect with me on my Instagram or Twitter or where, wherever you can find me. Uh, connect with me and I'll tell you the best way for you to consume those um, vitamins and your minerals and stay tuned for tomorrow and the day after we're going to talk about supporting minerals so it's that's not all that we talked about when it comes to dental health and dental diet so we are talking about more minerals we are talking about different fibers we are talking about foods that you should exclude as much as possible from your diet throw them away and then we will finish with a breathing exercise that improves your digestion and your gut health and also helps you to reduce stress. So all of this is exciting. I'm super pumped and excited and you hope you're too excited to improve your dental health and your body health and to thrive, not just survive. And anyway, thank you for today. Thank you for tuning in. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.